HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. We do more varieties and flavors of cheese than anywhere else on earth. By pushing the boundaries of what cheese can and should be, find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. Hello, welcome to Japan Needs. I'm your host, Aki Kotema, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from uh, Brooklyn, New York. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi wame nizakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. My guest today is Tetsuya Yamashita, the only non-French girl or waiter at the Café de Flor in Paris. Uh, Café de Flor is one of the most iconic cafes in Paris, if not the most. And girl in France is different from a waiter in the U.S. and many other countries. And Tetsuya exemplifies the difference in his outstanding style of service. To prove how distinctive he is, he was invited by President Francois Hollande to the state dinner at the Elysee Palace when Prime Minister Shinzo Abe visited Paris and got seated right next to the famed chef Alain Ducasse. And there is a unique concept of service in Japan called omotenashi. And in my opinion, Tetsuya is practicing the idea of omotenashi at the quintessential cafe in Paris. So today we'll discuss how Tetsuya got the job at the Café de Flore in Paris and became the top council, his philosophy of hospitality, how he keeps refining himself to offer the greatest service possible to his guests and much, much more. But quickly before you start, Japan is available on the Heritage Radio Network website as well as on iTunes, Stitch and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitch and Spotify, whichever you listen to, and subscribe to Japan Needs. And please write a review, we really appreciate your feedback. Now, let's start a conversation with Tetsuya Yamashita. Hello, Tetsuya. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, my name is Tetsuya. And I'm Japanese, who was born in Tokyo. And now I live in Paris from uh, since uh, 2002. So next year, I will have my 20 years anniversary at Paris. And wow. I work. I'm working at Café Le Flore. It's uh, one of the most iconic 
cafe in Paris. And I'm the server. In French, the server we call garçon. Garçon is, a, if you look at the dictionary, garçon is a, in English, it's a boy. So I'm just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we'll discover how <laughs> you're just a boy or not. So, and also, you, I heard that you lived in the States, right? New York and Boston when you were yes. much younger. Yes. Oh. I spent um, about six years in total in the United States when I was a child. So, first, yeah. first time was the five years old till eight years old at New York. And the second time was the, my last year of junior high school and the freshman in high school. Oh, wow. So you are basically a very global person. So no wonder you're in Paris now. So, yes. but, <laughs> and at the first, uh, how did you get into the cafe business? Well, actually I was in Tokyo. I was, a uh, in university, so I was a student at that time. I just started this work as a part-time job, as a university student. The first I have, well, I, at that time I read many books, uh, French uh, literally. Uh, maybe my English is getting uh, worst so sometimes my French will be com coming okay. into this conversation but I, wa <laughs> this I was I was reading okay. much much book uh, French literary so I was quite interested in uh, French cu culture so I just uh, it was the early 90s in Tokyo there was Little, little movement uh, about the French cafe. So I just started as a part-time job uh, as a student. Mm. Nothing special at first time. So, right. But then, well, uh, mm. yes, please. No, 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 yeah. Well, what I heard is that um, actually that there's a cafe for uh, in Tokyo. And, yes. Uh, you there is an audition to become a, a server. So like uh, two people were only um, selected out of 120 people. So you must have done something really right at uh, the audition on the interview. I don't know, just I was, I was there and uh, the man who got my interview the, told me that if you cut your hair, we will hire you. So I cut my hair little shorter. At that time, I was, my hair was a little bit long, long so. <laughs> right. I'm sure it was not just your hair, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you worked as a server at the Capitol floor in Tokyo. In Tokyo. First. Yes. Actually, actually that, that Capitol floor was the, one of the franchise in Japan. So that was the Japanese company who, runs the operation. So, uh, so it's not a real cafe floor. Mm -hmm. It was not a real cafe floor. It's just uh, 
every every garçon who working there was uh, like me, like a student or a part-time job. So there was no prof- real professional garçon. Mm. So, right. So it's kind of a brand name, but, but then eventually yes. um, you decided to go to Paris, right? Yes. So, so when and why did you decide to go to Paris? Well, in that time, I was very lucky to work with the real garçon and the director of the Café Flow in Paris because they came to Japan for like three months and we worked together or even we we did the opening of the Café Flow in Kyoto, uh, in Osaka together. So I spent my time working with them and then I have a flash in my head that this is the work that I wanted to do. Wow. So I was like 23 years old and I decided to do as a, in French we call it métier. Métier is, it's it's like work, but it's real, you know, you like real uh, professional job we call we call it métier. Métier has the very you know tradition. When we call the work who has the has long tradition, we call it métier. And uh, I decided I decided the garçon as my métier. So I decided, but. In that time, um, in Café Flore in Paris, there was no, how do you say? This only French guy who worked as a garçon. And uh, mm. when I said French guy, French guy, uh, like the United States, the France is a mixed culture, but... Of course, there's a, there's a like 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 a Chinese or the uh, African or the you know what I mean. It's, it, it's the French is a mixed culture, so there's a French, but not really mm, not blended in a way. It's not yes. the well, it's actually. It's, Mm-hmm. Yes, it's kind of uh, because because the cafe floor is the very iconic cafe in Paris. They, they wanted to keep the garçon in only with the white French. Mm-hmm. If, right. I, if I could say that, in so. First time they said me as they said me that it's it's not possible because wow. my director said me well I knew I knew you you want to work in Paris and I knew you're very good but we cannot we cannot hire you he he often said to me but. Uh, 
but you did. I, <laughs> I, I, I keep pushing him. Mm. I keep pushing him, pushing him. Uh, at that time, I didn't speak French, but but I wrote a letter from Tokyo to him that with with of course the French dictionary in my hand and uh, several times I I even called him to have a little conversation to bring bring me to Paris but Mm. So and eventually finally, he, yes. Yep. So he finally decided to hire you because well, you're so well, persistent. Well, finally, finally he answered me that if you have enough time, for example, one year, to spend your time in Paris as a student, or mm. you can come and let's see what happened. Mm. He told me like that, so. Well, I decided. Uh, I decided. To, why not? You just. I decided one year. I got a visa as a student and came to Paris. Right, and, and then did you work at uh, the Café du Four as a kind of apprentice? No. Or no? You no, just... because they didn't want me to. Didn't want me to, you know, work as an apprentice. Just if there's only professional in cafe mm. floor, so there's no. Right. So I was waiting, 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 and and then there's someone who I admired. His name is uh, Mr. Seiji Ozawa. He was. Uh, I think in the United States, many people know Seiji as uh, right. with the uh, Boston Symphony at mm-hmm. that time. Right. So he's well, this legendary conductor at the Boston Symphony Orchestra. And he was at the position for over 30 years, which is yes. almost unheard mm-hmm. of. So, right, that's Seiji, famous Seiji Ozawa, the Mr. Conductor. Yes, <laughs> the Seiji was uh, first up. Officially, I met him in Tokyo when I was working at Omotesando as a as a guest. Actually, mm-hmm. his daughter and his wife was the guest, and one day the Seiji joined them. So I knew this is the family of Seiji, and uh, they helped me. And uh, I don't know why, but uh, they loved me, and they came to the cafe almost every day. Mm-hmm. And, even he invited to invited to his opera in Japan every year, and uh, the re- relationship wow. uh, was we we kept uh, each other the contact, and uh, so one day it was it was the it was the spring in two thousand three. It was the day the the final of the French Open, Roland Garros. So every the Seiji actually he loves tennis. So he at that time he was already the, the director of Vienna Opera. So he just came to Paris for one day to see the 
men's final. Uh, after the match, he came to the cafe floor to see if Tetsuya has already begun to begin working there. But uh, <laughs> I was at I was at home, but because uh, I didn't start working there, uh, my manager called me that there's a man who asked you. So, uh, <laughs> So I ran to the cafe floor to see Seiji. Uh, as a day of the final of the French Open, there was there was many guests from all over the world, and the Seiji was very crowded by the guests of the cafe floor because, uh, and uh, suddenly my director. Well, the d- director of Cafe Floor asked me, who is this guy? Because he, at that moment, he didn't know Seiji Ozawa. Mm. So I, I explained that this, this man is one of the most uh, famous Japanese in the world. And he is the director of the op- opera in Vienna. So. And the end of, end of that day, the Seiji told the director that please take care of Tetsuya. And then <laughs> that was like, uh, that was, that was May. And then the things are starting to move a little bit. And uh, for that summer, because in summertime, the, every garçon take their vacation. You know, the mm. Fre- French guy loves the vacation. So, right. so each, each summer we hired three, four, five garçons just for the season, like two months, three months. And in that summer, uh, 2003, they decided to hire me as a extra who just work for the two months or three months. Mm. So that's how I started to work at the cafe floor. But actually at that time, uh, director, uh, his name is Hansi. So I, it's, it's more simple that I, I call his name Hansi. Hansi's, was thinking that if Tetsuya work even just for two or three months in Cafe Flo, he will be satisfied and go back to Japan. He told me later that uh, in the first time, uh, in the first, Francis was thinking like this. So, uh, so I just worked for two months, July and uh, August, and my my contract was uh, finished. And then the September, like, I have nothing to do, but uh, one of the magazine in Japan, well, actually, I am very good relationship with the chef editor of that magazine. The, the, he brought, brought me 
in his magazine that I'm start working in Paris. And then the, the reader of that magazine come to Paris in September and ask, where's Tetsuya, where's Tetsuya? Like every day, <laughs> Café Flo. So finally, the mm. director, Francis, and uh, the owner of the Café Flo is like, uh, they were searching if we could keep Tetsuya. How could we keep Tetsuya in Café Flo? Because as mm. a student, as a student, there's a limit to work. Uh, right. Hours and you can't yes. fully work, right? So, so then, quickly, the beginning of the October, I was back in Cafe Floor just for two, day, two days in a week. Because... Uh, we always need somebody at Cafe Flow because, you know, there's an accident or there's a... Sometimes the application is absent. Uh, so, right. so basically, yes. I mean, your ability of being already a talented um, server was recognized by Seiji Ozawa. That's the biggest reference you can think of. And also actual guests from Japan. So, so your performance convinced the management of Capital Flow to hire you. Yes, because at Tokyo I was a little bit special. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm a special guy, but I was. I was very. Uh, how do you say? Mm, I had an obsession. Or I was crazy about this métier. And I, I was, even in Tokyo, I, I worked as a, like a f- real French garçon. That means, well, s- before I come to Paris, I had two, two times uh, just take a, Take a how do you say trip to Paris to see to see the real cafe or the mm-hmm. real garçon in Paris, and I observed not only Cafe Flor but each famous cafe in Paris and how they work or how they you know so. Even if I was in Tokyo, I was like working. Mm. As, so in that time, you know, in Japan, there's no tradition to give a tip to a server. But I was little by little getting getting the tip in Tokyo. So that was something that I was... Yeah, it's a, a proof. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because... If you're not asked to pay, who would, unless you have something special? So, right. So, but for listeners who's not familiar with uh, Capital Floor, um, it's definitely one of the most iconic p- uh, cafes in Paris. And 
Yes. I really think probably the most famous. And uh, so it was open, it opened in 1885 on the 1885, left bank in yes. Paris, right? And then yes. it was... Uh, it became uh, famous for the gathering place of poets and, you know, all those writers, actors, painters. So it really the essential functional space, not just serving, you know, coffee and food. So it is a really special place. So Yes, it's right. the place to be in Paris. Right. And uh, so let's talk about your job because um, actually I watched the amazing 1983 French film about the cafe worker called Garçon. Uh, have you seen that, Tetsuya? Yes, Garçon. Right? So, Garçon. So, my, my French is like, awful, so forgive me. Yes. And uh, so, there was starring uh, Igmontang, Montang, and the English version of the title of the film is Waiter, but the translation does not really capture the job description of the classic Garçon. So, could you tell us the difference between a Garçon and a Waiter? Also, uh, what is the difference between garçon at the cafe and the restaurant? Well, as I said, garçon is a boy. And it's, it's not only the joke, but I really, think, I really think that the garçon in the French cafe should be a boy. Because if you have to keep your boy mentality to to, you know, serve at French cafe. Mm. It's a little bit, I don't know if you can imagine that, but, you know, it's an old system. We have, we still have an old system. That means that each garçon has their table and they do your service. Each garçon do your service with your table and and uh, your salary is come from your what did you do at the at your mm-hmm. table? So, right. so just to clarify, what you mean by yes. boy? It's almost like an old style uh, practice. Like boy men, boy mentality. Like you know, a boy he the boy wants to play game or play play with your friends, but you don't want to lose. Do you know what, okay. what I mean? You know, it's, it's like a game. You, you, play, you play every time. You play with, you know, there's a, like... A, okay, so, so it more, it's not like a boy or girl. Like, I just, you know, just kind of like a sensitive issue. I just wanted to clarify, you're not talking about that. No, it's no. what kind of like a young, um, kind of playful... Um, interested pursuing mindset yes. and then you're really devoted to doing something that you like. Is that mm-hmm. what you mean? Well, of course, but it's not enough to explain. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could explain enough, but if you like, uh, you're working with uh, several colleagues, the you know, just you imagine one guest is coming into the cafe, and if you could grab this customer to your to your table, that's yours. Mm. But 
if you if your colleague got this guest to his table, you lose. Mm. Right. So, so it's, it's almost uh, uh, it's like a, your table is almost like a territory. Yes, it's a it's a territory. Yes. Mm. Interesting. And also, I I read one of your interview articles and. In which you said waiters tend to be more passive and work、yes. in team, and garçon、yes. is more proactive. So that makes sense based on what you just said. It's about protecting your territory and play with it. Do whatever、yes. you want to do, you can do. So that's not. It's not just a table. It's almost your own kind of space. Yes, it's a. It's very old system that.、Uh, Even in Paris, there's 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 only few cafe who keep keep this own system.、Mm. So I don't know it's good or bad, but I am interested in this system, this old system, because every every day and every every minutes or every second is is a game.、And Mm. It's it's very very interesting. Right. Oh, so that's the、mm. game for a boy, like a、yes. almost ch- childish, passionate so, that kind so, of. So so that's why that's why may, maybe maybe I a little bit hesitated to say this, but that's why there's no woman working in cafe floor. Hmm. Interesting. Although I could see potentially. Uh, girls can be as persistent, playful, and obsessed. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> But because that's the cafe floor, that's kind of a traditional、uh, aspect. I mean,、mm. it's, it's it's not good or bad, but it's how it has been. Yes, it's just so.、Uh, it's just so the、like、the word、this. you mentioned, the <laughs> metier, right? So the metier mindset is co- comes into this picture. So、um, and also, I think I read an article about. You, in which you said a cafe in France is a stage for both、yes. guests and garçons.、Mm-hmm. So, what do you mean by that? Well, the stage, yes. Once the the famous writer Jean Paul Sartre said the garçons in cafe floor play their role every day.、Mm. So. That word is very striking to me. Like we are, we are like a like an actor who play garçon on this stage every day,、mm. and also also the for the guest for the customer who comes to come to a cafe, they think like a cafe. But they think the cafe floor is their own house in, or their own、uh, what can I say? The salon in his house, who、mm. which who could you could invite your friends or your family or the you know special guest or like. In the life, in the life, there's a. Of course, you live somewhere. In the like in Paris, there's a 
I live in an apartment, for example, and we go to the cafe as uh, just just have a break or just meet a friend or mm. or the. But you're you're in you're in that cafe for. Um, Very hard to explain. Like, well, it most sounds like a cafe in Paris is an extension of your daily life. So that's why you want to have a good place and you want to have a good table that is taken care of by the best you can think of, which often happen to be Tetsuya. <laughs> so I think that's what the, the difference between Gelson and Waiter to me is that Gelson is living in the traditional cafe versus waiter, it's just, uh, in many cases, just a method to make a living. So that's a distinctive problem. And you said the métier, uh, the the job you commit yourself to for life, yes. <laughs> right? So I, in my head, I just got connection between métier and garçon. So yeah, it's an interesting concept. It's very French, traditional French. I don't know how many... New cafes in Paris have that same kind of mindset, but you no. Know, there's a there's a little little by little. There's there's actually there's no more. It's <laughs> uh, oh well. I I hate to say this, but uh, there's there's a new generation is coming and. Uh, mm. But maybe hey, that's we, interesting. We, maybe we are the last. Maybe we are the last species. Mm. Species? No, I don't know. Species, right? Species, nice. right? So that's interesting, though. That um, for it's in common with Japanese traditional um, culture. Like many non-Japanese people recognize how precious the tradition is, and they tend to support and. Um, the pieces of Japanese unique elements in yes, the tradition. Yes. Like, you know, there's so many sake, Japanese sake experts, for example, they really support the tradition even harder than uh, Japanese people would do. And here we are, Japanese sake industry started to be more thriving. So I think you might be doing something really special for the French cafe culture as the head server, head garçon at the Cafe de Flore. Well, I hope so, <laughs> but because <laughs> because I love Paris, I love France, and I love this métier. So I just give give my uh, every energy to to keep this métier because mm. it gives me a lot. Well, everything right. give me everything and. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to do do this every day. So, right. Okay. So, mm. yeah. So we'll take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll get into that. <laughs> dive into Tetsuya's philosophy of hospitality and why it's all his life. So please stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. Wisconsin, the state of cheese, makes half of the nation's specialty cheese and wins more awards than any other state or country. 
Our heritage and traditions, master cheesemaker program, and the American propensity for innovation all put Wisconsin on the cutting wedge of cheesemaking. With over 600 varieties of cheese to choose from and 5,500 national and international awards and counting, get ready to turn your refrigerator into a trophy case. Enjoying a Wisconsin cheese is basically like winning a gold medal in culinary achievement. Set your mind at cheese. When you bite into a wedge of Wisconsin Wonderful, you know it is made with the ultimate skill and passion possible. Find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Aki Kotema, and my guest today is Tetsuya Yamashita, the only non-French garçon at Café de Flore in Paris. So, uh, so as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, you were invited by President François Hollande to the state dinner at the Elysee Palace uh, when Prime Minister Shinzo Abe visited Paris and uh, you were seated right next to the famed chef Alain Ducasse. So obviously you achieved, you have really achieved excellence at the highest level as a garçon. And so what, what makes you so outstanding? In other words, what is your philosophy of hospitality? Well, I don't know by myself or I don't know what makes me different from others. But I could say that, first of all, I love Café Flo. And I love this métier. So, so that maybe that makes me a little bit different from others because if you go to a cafe or, or a restaurant and your server or your garçon who serve you, if he's not happy, you, you couldn't be happy. Mm. So I'm happy when I'm working. So of course it's this job or this media is not not easy physically and the uh, mentality is you have to be very strong and and right. Well I'm curious how many guests do you have a day on average when you work at uh, Cafe du Four? Well it depends on the it depends on the day. It's it's you know you one day you serve like a two thousand people by yourself, or one day you just serve <laughs> like thirty people in mm. a day. But but your tension stays the same regardless of how many guests you have. Well, I try to. I try right. to. Right. So let's uh, talk about and a great example. A great example about you being a loved, very patronized um, garçon. So. You are, um, yeah, I understand that this is your policy not to discuss anything about your guests, but uh, since you're so close to uh, Mr. Um, Karl Lagerfeld, the legendary yes. fashion de designer, unfortunately we lost him. But uh, could you show some episodes about him so that we can understand how your story leads you to developing an understanding relationship with your guests? Well, Karl, uh, when 
when I when I call Mr. Carl Lagerfeld, I used to call him Carl because Carl didn't want him to be called like a Mushu or Mushu Lagerfeld. So, so that's why I call him Carl. Well, Carl is a as as you know, he was the uh, he was the former designer of the Chanel. Chanel is the one of the iconic uh, maison of Paris. So, and Carl himself, it was he was very uh, iconic. So, the love his love his love to Paris and maybe my love. To this town, Paris is like a. It's a s- similar. So, I think he. Maybe he. You know, uh, thought that uh, the same passion to Paris from mm. from me. So that's why he was very. Kind with me. Uh, well, I have many, many memories with Carl, but as you said, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, speak about the memories with the customers because the because you know I. I read about the old garçon who worked at Café Flore for 40 years. His name was Pascal. He he retired in 1970, so I didn't I didn't meet him. I just wrote his uh, uh read his word in a book that once Pascal said as a garçon you have to see everything and guess everything and you say nothing that's the mm-hmm. secret secret wow. I, I really like this word because when you are serving in cafe you have to see everything. That's that's the most important of this métier. And you have to guess. You have to think what, what's going to happen, what, what is this customer is thinking, and what this customer will think, think or will act. You have to guess many things. But in the end, you shouldn't talk anything. That's that's the secret of this métier, and I lo- I really love this word. But uh, but one uh, I could I could tell you the one episode, one of the episode about Carl that the last time he came to the cafe floor that was like. A, three months before his death. 
he was he was sitting in my table. He just had had a drink with his bodyguard, and in the end, when he asked uh, the bill, the actual card, he, he pay every time with cash. He keep cash in his pocket. So, well, he he give me he give me the the. The money and I backed him the money, the change. But he he grabbed he grabbed me one uh, amount of amount of money that it should be too much. I looked at his face, but he just said nothing, and he he just he just said uh, not even the not even the word, but he just just keep it. And, uh, well, he wasn't in good shape in that moment. I thought maybe that this the the ending is coming closer. But when he leaves the table, I usually said, shaking his hand, "Merci, au revoir." That means, uh, uh, "Thank you very much." Just see you soon in English, but. At that day, I told him that "Merci, Carl, et très à bientôt." That means uh, "à bientôt" in English. You could say "see you soon," but I added "très." That's uh, "très" in French. It's uh, like like a very in English. So it's like. It's very very soon. Uh, we I hope we could see you again, but that never happened. That was the last time I saw Carl. And uh, well, I have I have too many good memory with him. So well, I, well, but that keeps me like a. Keeps me the strength to to keep doing this making, and uh, well, I have a I have a I have a good memories with each customer, so I I cannot just choose one memory. Right. Okay. So um, yeah. So um, yeah, it's you're very professional. You don't share that memories with the customers, but um, I can tell. Carl really appreciated your professionalism as as well as his, uh, you know, this mindset of, um, I would say, the the book you read from uh, the server who worked uh, at the cafe for for forty years. Uh, the what the word came to my mind is uh, reading the air, which is a Japanese phrase. So you just guess, yes. you don't ask, and you mm. just understand. You don't say anything. You act on it, so that 
your guests can feel happy, comfortable. And that brings me to my next question. So it's the essence of Japanese hospitality called omotenashi. So omotenashi is a form of hospitality that is offered without expecting any rewards. And uh, also um, there's a word called intoku. It's similar to reading the air. So intoku uh, means that do good without being noticed. So if you really want to do something for others, it's better not to be noticed so that the person who receives your kindness or service won't be burdened by it. So, um, and also you wouldn't act for the sake of being recognized by others. So it's a more genuine way of uh, serving somebody. So do you think that your service is based on the idea of um, this Japanese style omotenashi? Well, when we said omotenashi, I'm sure as a Japanese, there's a sense of omotenashi in my work, but I think it's not enough to, to, it's, it's, it's different. And it's, uh, I think it's very, uh, like in France, there's a hospitality. There's a French, French way of hospitality. If you if you go travel, like last week I was in in Italy to have my vacation. Of course, in Italy there's their own way of hospitality. And if you go anywhere in the world, of course there's a, their own culture of hospitality. So in my opinion, the omotenashi is the Japanese way of hospitality. And it's very good. But in my opinion, it's not enough to entertain entertain your customer. So mm. yeah, the for me, I try to mix everything actually. Actually, like, uh, of course, as a Japanese man, I serve my customer with sense of Japanese, but I'm in Café Floor in Paris, so I have to serve my customer as a French guy, of course. So... The, I try to mix and I, I search the best way. Well, the best way is different from every customer. So, so I couldn't tell you what is the best way, but so that's maybe that's why it's very interesting of this job or this metier because. There is, there is never the same moment. Each mm-hmm. moment is different. Even I do this work, uh, work or this meeting for almost twenty-eight years, but mm-hmm. maybe that's why I, it keeps me interesting and. 
But right. I'm sure there's a sense of omotenashi in mm-hmm. my service. And I think there's a similarity. Similarity is English? Yes. There's a similarity with Japan and France. So, so maybe that's why there's a, there is the customer who, who likes my way of ser- serving people. Mm. Right. Well, what I understand so far from your um, deep uh, thoughts and analysis, um, I think everything is the, the prosperity has to be within the context of who they are, the culture, that existing culture, like like you said, in Italy, France, Japan. But the essential part is to be able to guess what your guest is looking for. And also, you know, so we could bring it back to the concept of stage, Gelson as an actor. Yes. Uh, you have to perform to make your customers happy in the cultural context of France, of you, course, well, in Japan, it's like a service tend to be like no personality, you have to be just like called the kuroko, like in the background versus in Paris, you have to express yourself and you have to perform as an actor. So that's a very contrasting, interesting idea. But also you said, you know, each uh, service is different. And I'm not trying to stick all the Japanese concepts in this um, cafe episode, but you know, Ichigo Ichie is uh, one time only. It's, it's yes. never again. Mm-hmm. So the encounter with this one guest out of, could, could be 300 or 2,000, this is just one time. It's like a mindset of tea ceremony, right? So there's so much in common and among different cultural hospitality, but... Um, what are you doing in a very international place like in Paris? You have to really gauge the um, expectation of your guests. It's either from local Paris or France or Germany, like Karl Lagerfeld. Those things, I think you really have to fine tune yourself all the time. And I think it sounds like you're enjoying that excitement of kind of, you have to be always proactive and, um, uh, just the best person for the table, for the guests, for the moment. So that's really exciting. Yes, because I'm doing this meeting for my own happiness. So that's why I could keep myself pushing mm. every day. Why do you think uh, the job, the meeting makes you happy? What's the best part of it? Well, I, I'm a little bit... How do you say? I'm very maniac. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. Well, I used to. Uh, well, I said this is this is a stage, but I also think that I'm a I'm like an athlete who playing the sports because you know um, when you. When I'm in the service, like, really, I think nothing. I just let my body move without thinking anything. 
Uh, when mm. I was in the when I was in the mood move or sometimes I I hear the music uh, running in my head that that drives me like uh, I don't know how to say that but mm. like so that's very that it feels very you know very excited when I was uh, of course excited in in myself but like I cannot I cannot sometimes I cannot stop myself so Mm. well actually I read another yeah sorry go ahead no no just uh, I'm searching the world (laughs) world to explain myself but right and I, I read another interview article about you because there's so many of them. And then uh, what you described as at work, it's almost like you're in the flow mode, what's, which is kind of, uh, you know, everybody's talking about flow for the highest performance possible. And also maybe the runners high, the marathon runners get high when they are at the peak performance. Sounds like you're doing it every day at the Capitol floor. Is that, does that sound right? Yes, I. Yes, you could say that uh, because, like, uh, surely it's very exhausted. Uh, after the work, I, I was empty every day. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. before before the work, and after the work, my my weight is I every every day I lost I lose three three kilo every day. Wow, it's like a five pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow. a five pounds. Well, <laughs> that's you know, if you're if you are standing in the cafe and serving, every moment there's the best, the best, you know, uh, best. You have to keep your position in your territory or in that cafe. You have to search your best position to. To serve your customer, or 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 you know, every every moment there's a best uh, position. So you have to search and you have to move every every time. And well, that's uh, that's why I, I told you that I'm very man- maniac about mm. the, about this material. Right. Well, it's my it's my own happiness. Uh, maybe I'm exhausted too, uh, exhausted every night after the work. But but this is the way I live, and mm-hmm. I'm very happy. And I I'm jealous. You're so lucky to be able to devote yourself to such. Well, a... I, I, I really <laughs> think I'm a very lucky guy to work as a Japanese in Café Flore in Paris and met this métier. So I'm happy now. Mm, Right. I mean, who can have that flow mode every night, right, in your life? Or even marathon runners cannot have it every day. So, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are envious. Um, So... uh, 
we are running out of time. So, um, so what are your plans and dreams? Well, first of all, I have to, I have to keep this metier. I have to keep this metier. I mean, I mean, it's a, for me, it's a, one of the heritage of this country, France, and especially in Paris, because if you, if you imagine Paris, like there, there's a many people who, when we said Paris, you imagine that the cafe in the street with a te- terrace outside and the, there's a, there's a man, garçon working, working with, uh, so it, it's one of the image of the France. So you have to keep it as it is. And during, during this emission, uh, I told you that, that there's a less and less cafe who has this tradition, but I hope we can keep this tradition as long as possible. And, and maybe one day I will want to do my own cafe in Tokyo because it's my, it's my home. Because there's a, you know, when we say cafe, there's a many style, of course, you could, you could have many style, but I really love this French cafe. But for example, in, in York, in New York, there's a Balthazar. It's very known. It's a, it's, it's not really a cafe. It's like a brasserie, brasserie or bistro. Mm-hmm. But uh, Balthazar has the very a good atmosphere and uh, it's a very good place to be mm. in, in New York. You, you can feel, you can feel Paris at the same time, New York. It's mixed. So I love this place. And, well, actually, what I wanted to say that is... Uh, there's a many French-style cafe in Japan or in Tokyo, but unfortunately, it's not enough. That they they haven't shown the good aspect aspect of a French cafe enough. So, so I think uh, as I work. At Cafe Flow for almost almost 20 years. So I knew as a Japanese, I think I knew more things about the good or or maybe even the bad aspects of a French cafe. So maybe I want to do the my own cafe in Tokyo that will be interesting because. I really love the French cafe. So I I, I want to give myself, my life dedicated to, to this 
French culture. So I don't know. Maybe in、mm. Tokyo or maybe I don't know. Or、But、in New York. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Right. Okay. So, well, good luck and、uh, keep me posted. So, when you something new, you can come back and discuss it again. So, what, yeah, where can we find your updates online and on social media? Well, I'm, I do my Facebook, I do my Instagram. So, if you want to join and look, What I think or what I do, just contact me and、uh, have a look. Right, so you should look for Tetsuya Yamashita. That's your Facebook and、uh, yes. Instagram. Yes. All right. Okay, so thank you so much for joining us today, Tetsuya. And、uh, yeah, please、With、give us a chance. Right. All right, so listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanese at heritageradionetwork.org or akikotaima.com. Japanese is a weekly program and always available at heritageradionetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify as a podcast. Our engineer is Kevin Burnham, and thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Japanese is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritage radio network. Heritage Radio Network is a non profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thank you for listening.